0: Hello and welcome to the Transylvania Snowflakes Podcast, where two Southerners come to terms with their liberal blood-drinking vase. We're your hosts, I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm Jason. And we're here with this week's spooky episode of the Carolina Snowflakes Podcast.
0: Spooky.
1: The This one's entitled... Halloween death match.
0: Ooh. And you're
1: going to want to stick around because we're going to have a SmackDown no holds barred throwdown championship match for the belt, the championship belt yes. of Woo. Halloween um, evil mascot villain thingies. Ooh, <laughs> I'm in. Bad guys or good guys or Hollywood spookiness, monsters fighting.
0: Characters. Yeah.
1: Gonna, we're gonna have a no holds barred death match with them, so you're gonna want to stick around for that. But before we get there, we wanted to talk about Halloween because that's what this week's episode's about. We're gonna talk about Halloween, which is my absolute favorite holiday, mine too. And I associate very strongly with Halloween horror movies. Which, if you listened to last week's episode, Holly Waste Incorporated, that episode we talked about. Uh, all the waste in big budget Hollywood movies and how it's kind of lame. And I gave a list of a bunch of movies that were uh, made for less than a million dollars that were excellent. And almost all of them were horror movies. Yeah, you
0: did. That's almost a good all point. of them were horror movies.
1: I listed mm-hmm. Evil Dead, Night of the Living Dead, Paranormal Activity, Blair Witch Project. All those are great movies made for less than a million dollars. Because horror is a genre that you can get away with that, which is what I love about it. You can use ketchup. Uh, f- or chocolate to be blood. Mm-hmm. And as long as the story's good and the-, the camera work is right and the music and sound are right, you can scare your audience, even though what you have is practically worthless or cheap. Right. That's one of my favorite things about horror movies. What is one of your favorite things about horror movies?
0: Um, I just generally like the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I like the look of darkness mm-hmm. and especially the vampire goth mm-hmm. look. I don't look or dress that way. The like
1: vampiric,
0: but I like the way it looks. I like the pasty pale. And- yeah,
1: like Victorian kind of gothy look. Yes, that I just like it. And vampire movies.
0: Yeah, and just just the aesthetic in general of horror as a genre Mm -hmm. and also i really like campy Mm -hmm. horror movies me too
1: those are my favorite
0: Uh, or just sort of like ridiculous practical effects Mm -hmm. blood gushing (laughs) yeah
1: like really over the top stuff where it's
0: comical
1: yeah i think we should separate them into categories like i've always thought There's different kinds of horror movies. There's like campy, cheesy, over-the-top, ridiculous, practical effect zombie movies where it's just gory and gross. Mm -hmm. But it's not really scary. And then there's psychological horror movies with jump scares and lots of things that are meant to mess with your head that are scary. Mm -hmm. Then there's like torture porn type horror movies. Yeah, that's
0: actually a like... Yeah. whatever genre.
1: Yeah, and I don't really like those. Those no. are my least favorite. Yeah,
0: you and I are not really into like what they call the torture porn. Yeah, that's not really my favorite. Genre of horror.
1: And then I don't really like the genre of horror that's like like really slow-paced uh like moody horror. That's not always been my favorite either. I kind of like it to be over the top. Like I want to see something crazy that I've never seen before.
0: You're like, "Listen, get to it. Uh-huh. Scare me."
1: Yeah, or or at least <laughs> (laughs) Make me go, holy shit, I can't believe you got that on a film.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. I kind of, I agree with that. What was the first scary movie you ever watched and how old were you?
1: Uh, I don't know what the first scary movie I ever watched was, but I can think of the the first time a movie scared me so bad, I like needed to go to my parents. (laughs) Like, (laughs) help. I'm terrified. It was The Exorcist. Oh. That movie scared the crap out of me. I was like pretty young and I watched it by myself at dark and it freaked me out.
0: That movie's terrifying. If you
1: when you're young, it'll freak you out for sure. It will
0: freak you out even when you're old. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That one was that one was a really freaky one.
0: I saw the first scary movie that I saw was Fright Night. Uh Uh-huh. I was four years old. Thanks, Mom. And I just was like, this is great. Uh What is this? Like, Mom tells a story of like, all of her friends were gathered together to watch the VHS, and I was there, and she's like, I look around the room, and everyone's got their eyes covered, peeking through their fingers, and then there's Amanda, just eyes wide open, yeah, glued wa- to it, like, whoa.
1: Yeah. Huh. <laughs> That's interesting.
0: So yeah, so my first scary movie was mm-hmm. a vampire movie.
1: When you were really, really young. Really little, yeah. I used to love vampire movies. I loved Interview with the Vampire. Mm, I loved... Yeah. Like, Anything vampire related. But then as I got older, I started to realize, if you think about it, vampires are really wussy. They're weak to everything.
0: Yeah. And not only that, but they're also very caught up in love. hmm Issues around love and relationships.
1: Like, a lot of the spooky monsters have weaknesses. You know, werewolves are weak to silver. And, like, they all have a weakness. Like, Superman has his kryptonite. But with, with with vampires, they have, like, a shitload of them. They have, like, garlic. Okay, which I never really understood. Like, they can never eat pizza. They can never go in an Italian yeah, restaurant. it's like so weird. They can't come in unless you invite them in, right? which, is, which is pretty weird. So, I mean, like, just never invite them in. They're like, uh, I guess they're kind of like Jehovah's Witnesses. And they
0: don't like crosses.
1: They can't go near a cross. Yeah. They can't get wet with holy water, but maybe some of them not with any water. Like, they just can't get wet. Yeah. So, that's the thing.
0: Yeah, they're really, they're really, um, Fragile,
1: yeah, and then daylight, just sun,
0: just the sun itself mm-hmm. will annihilate a vampire.
1: <laughs> and they have to feast on blood, or else they just sort of die with nut without doing anything. They just sort of slowly die.
0: Yeah, they'll starve.
1: Yeah, so I mean, that's like six already, like weaknesses that they have, and there's more than that. Yeah, stake through the heart. I mean, how many? Th- they have to sleep <laughs> for long periods of time. They are weak as shit. <laughs>
0: They are, but I still really like them.
1: I know. For some reason, they're fascinating. I... I was always fascinated with Dracula.
0: Oh, yeah. Dracula. And then, you know, I was a child of the late 80s, early 90s. So, The Lost Boys mm-hmm. was my jam. Yeah,
1: Lost Boys.
0: Love that vampire movie. Mm-hmm. Actually, that would be my f- my favorite, I think. Mine was probably
1: Interview with the Vampire. That was a great movie.
0: Is that your favorite Horror movie or no. your favorite vampire
1: movie? Favorite vampire movie.
0: What's sure. your favorite horror movie?
1: Dead Alive.
0: Oh yeah, no, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, we've talked about that movie. That's a great movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah. in the zombie movie uh genre.
0: Zombie slash campy.
1: Over the top. Yeah. 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 And then uh the nightmare on Elm Streets and Friday the thirteenth. I love all those except the ones Michael Bay butchered. Well, yeah. Um, but I love all those. Mm-hmm. I love the 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 Halloween movies. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Did you know that they call the the genre of like campy horror movies splatstick?
1: yeah, like yeah.
0: a play on slapstick. yeah, <laughs> they yeah. call it splatstick.
1: yeah, the ones where it's like uh if you're a teenager and you have sex and do drugs, somebody will murder you. like, oh no, yeah
0: not that.
1: Yeah, and it's like so obvious that it has these overtones, but that's how they were able to get away with making them. So they wanted to make movies with boobies and gore basically, and the only way they could get away with it is to make it seem like it was teaching you a lesson. And that's why they made those movies the way they did.
0: One of the reasons why a lot of people watch horror movies is because they scare them. Mhm. Do you like that feeling when you watch movies? I don't
1: really get it as an adult. I don't no movie has scared me as an adult, Not, really? n- nothing that's not a documentary, unless it's about real life.
0: Oh, you're like, it, oh, real life is way more yeah, terrifying. <laughs> it was way scarier. Like, I've
1: seen, like, Tiger King is scarier than any horror movie.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, because that guy
1: actually exists.
0: I don't know. I still have that desire to be scared when I'm watching a, a horror movie.
1: I, yeah, it just can't really happen to me as an adult. All I can do now is admire the filmmaking.
0: I do that too, and I I read what I really admire when I'm watching them is the special effects. Yeah, and even even the CGI stuff. Like, um, we went and saw it, the mm-hmm. remake of it in the theaters mm-hmm. pre-COVID. Yeah, uh, <laughs> remember when you used the before to go times. Remember when you used to go to movie theaters? Yeah, in the before times. Yeah, um, and I mean I was just in awe of the the CGI, Mm. the effects that they used in the remake with Pennywise and there was one scene where... The blood was just like flowing yeah, <laughs> the massive amounts of blood out of Penny. Mm-hmm. And it was disgusting mm-hmm. and over the top and horrifying. And I just, I laughed. I giggled the whole time during that part of the movie because I was just so impressed with it.
1: <laughs> I loved, that reminds me, speaking of like large amounts of blood, it reminds me of one I watched when I was a kid was The Shining that I always loved. Like that <sighs> movie- It's not even really supposed to be a horror movie. I don't know what it supposed to be it's
0: supposed to be like a like a horror thriller yeah
1: type whatever it is it's great and seeing it as a kid like really stuck with me the elevators opening up full of blood
0: there's yeah there's a lot of just scary imagery from that yeah the weird
1: naked lady in the bathtub that Mm -hmm. like tries to kiss him and like that whole weird scene
0: and the little girls the Mm -hmm. twins and then yeah the elevator opening up and all the presumably blood just <laughs> mm-hmm. going down the hallway
1: yeah movies that disturbed me were movies like that or um, this, uh, 2001 space odyssey that movie at the end and when it gets all trippy and he sees himself as an old man and then a, mm-hmm. as a baby and there's mm-hmm. this weird alien shit going on that freaked me out as a little kid because like i didn't know what the hell was going on
0: what do you think is the scariest
1: movie that you've ever seen the scariest movie that i've ever seen would
0: it be the exorcist from when you were Yeah, a kid? it was that
1: time. It was the it, the scariest movie was uh watching the exorcist at that time in my life with what little i knew about the world by myself. Yeah. and not having ever seen anything like that. That might have been the first rated R movie i ever saw. It really put a
0: mess you up that's a really scary movie
1: and then also i can relate to um it from an artwork perspective so a lot of bands i started listening to more and more heavy death metal bands and then i started looking up bands on the internet when i was like 12 or 14 and some of their artwork is very gory over the top zombies eating each other and everything and i remember googling some of their those bands and their their artwork like shocking me i remember like Literally going to my mom and being like, "I think I might be permanently messed up <laughs> from the from the album covers that I was just looking at."
0: Uh, what did she say?
1: She was like, "Yeah, well, I mean, that." She probably
0: was like, "Well, stop looking at, yeah, them, dummy," and like
1: that. It's you're gonna see worse than that, you know what I mean?
0: Uh huh. So your mom already knew that real life was way scarier than yeah. any movie or. Yeah. album cover. <laughs> I would certainly think that for
1: me, especially as an adult, yeah, I'm more scared by like documentaries like... and
0: Serial killers and stuff.
1: Or just watching Congress. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Politics. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah.
1: Watching Donald Trump do anything <laughs> is scarier than any movie I've ever seen.
0: I think the movie that scared me the absolute most, other than the time when I watched Nightmare on Elm Street when I was six, which I should never have done. Right. Parents, please don't let your six-year-olds watch that. Would be when I watched Paranormal Activity as an adult.
1: Yeah, that that was a pretty freaky movie. That movie
0: scared the holy crap out of me. Mm-hmm. So much so that after the movie ended, I turned on every light in the house and then I went and rented a Disney
1: movie mm-hmm. to watch after. To like cleanse Because I, I
0: couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> That's how much that movie messed me up.
1: I watched and read a bunch of creepy pastas on online once uh, about the the SCP Secure Contain Protect mm-hmm. Foundation or whatever. Yeah, it's all the creepy pastas about these monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, and if y- if you get into watching a lot of videos of those late at night when you're by yourself, it can be pretty freaky. Like I know Slender Man sounds stupid, but if you're by yourself and you watch those videos, they have very good mood setting. Videos. I've freaked myself out a little bit at night and been like, all right, I got to not watch any more Slender Man shit. <laughs> you're like,
0: okay, time to, time to time to turn this off. Yeah, I
1: got to go play video <laughs> games for a minute to like, get my head right.
0: It's like when you're a kid and uh, Unsolved Mysteries would come on. Yeah. That theme song would mm-hmm. start and it'd be dark and you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm not going to lie.
1: things. There's times when I, I get put in that mood still today as an adult, and I'll like pick up the cat and take it with me when I go to the other room just in case. Like, <laughs> What's the cat going to do? If there's a ghost, you're going to throw the cat at the ghost.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute.
1: The I theory... know
0: I, that's why you like the
1: cat. The theory is that you could throw a cat at a ghost and it'll at least distract it.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: So yeah. you can get away.
0: How you never told me this?
1: Or if it's a Were burglar. Were you just going to
0: let me deal with the ghost <laughs> while you ran off with the cat?
1: Yeah. And if it's a burglar and you throw a cat at them, that'll certainly like delay them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Gonna or throw a murderer. One of my cats. I
1: always wondered in those horror movies why no one ever did that. Like you never see Jason with his hockey mask chasing somebody, and then somebody just chucks a cat at him. <laughs> It'd be like, or and, like he,
0: in, uh... and
1: he was slow, so it would like throw his balance <laughs> off. He'd be all fucked up, not be able to catch you.
0: Or like in Poltergeist. Yeah. Uh, Carolyn, catch the cat. <laughs> they just,
1: <they'll laughs> just chuck a cat. I don't know why no one ever tried that.
0: <laughs> Go towards the cat, Caroline.
1: When I was a kid, speaking of horror, when I was a kid, one time I was holding the cat when my mom cut the vacuum cleaner on, Ooh. and all ten of its claws injected Ooh. into my chest at one moment, and that probably scared me harder than anything that's ever happened in a movie. <laughs> And I just think if you if you did that to Jason Voorhees while he was chasing you. Yeah.
0: If you toss the cat, flip on the vacuum cleaner, <laughs> yeah. the cat latches onto his chest. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's done. He's done. He's not going to chase after you.
1: No. And he's, he's too slow to get a cat off of his right.
0: chest. Right. So this cat's just clawing in, vacuum's running, uh-huh. and you're free.
1: And he'll try to hit the cat with the machete, but it'll move because cats are fast. And so he'll just chop himself with That's the right, machete. He'll just
0: stab himself trying to stab the cat yeah. off of him. That's brilliant.
1: I don't know why no one ever tried it. They should have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you've survived the horror this long, it's time for our Halloween death match. Woo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, ghouls, ghosts, goblins, we're all gathered here to watch the smackdown of the century, a no-holds-barred match between our favorite monsters. In one corner, one monster. In another corner, another monster. Amanda will tell us what they are, and we'll see who wins.
0: All right, so I have cultivated a list of pairings of Halloween monsters and characters that we're going to decide who would win in a fight to the death.
1: And these decisions are final.
0: First up we have Freddy Krueger mm-hmm. from Nightmare on Elm Street um, versus Pinhead from Hellraiser.
1: Um instinct says Freddy Krueger. My instinct, my gut tells me Freddy. Why? Um because Pinhead doesn't really do much as far as like hurting people in the movies. He messes with your head, right? Like he makes them go do other things. True. And Freddy like, actually physically kills people sometimes.
0: I'm going to counter it by saying, but Pinhead is the priest of hell. Right. Which makes him far more terrifying, in my opinion. And also because he's so stoic and quiet.
1: Right. He's smart. Well, I guess if the competition is who could kill more people, it would no. be Pinhead.
0: Right. So if the
1: competition is they're fighting each other, I'm going Freddy.
0: I think we're going to have to be on opposite sides on I this I think we're going to
1: have to disagree on this yeah, one. Yeah, I'm going with Pinhead. With this, one. this one's a draw.
0: I think Pinhead and his intelligence takes Freddy down.
1: I think Freddy, with his claws and his agility, takes out Pinhead. This one's going to be a draw. It's a draw. Ding, ding, round two.
0: Up next, we have Hannibal Lecter mm-hmm. from Silence of the Lambs versus Jack Torrance from The Shining.
1: Ooh, ooh. Ooh, that's a tough one.
0: Two very psychological characters. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, the thing about Jack Torrance in The Shining is that he started off like a normal guy. I never saw Hannibal pretending to be a normal guy at all. He was always crazy in the movies. Mm-hmm. So my, my theory is that he would win because he's got more crazy. Like, there's some humanity. The reason The Shining is scary is because Jack has a little bit of humanity left in him. And that scary part is you can see yourself in there. Right. Whereas Hannibal Lecter is just sort of a blank slate psychopath. Correct. And so to me, he would win. That gives him an advantage in a fight because being a psycho gives you an advantage in a fight. But he isn't as scary because I don't see myself in him.
0: Right. I'm going to say I agree. Mm. I think Hannibal is far more... Um, because well, because he's a psychopath, yeah, the character is a psychopath, whereas Jack is basically possessed and haunted by ghosts,
1: yeah, a person who went crazy.
0: And Jack's approach to murder is much more sporadic and Mm -hmm. um, obvious, yeah, yeah, like he just walks at you with an axe, whereas Hannibal is more covert, yeah, and subtle in murder,
1: (laughs) yeah, he might poison you and like. Jack Torrance isn't going to ever poison you. He's just going to slowly walk you. You, With an axe. Right. Yeah.
0: And Hannibal's going to kill you before you even know. Yeah. I feel like
1: Hannibal would like poison him or something and it would be over.
0: All right. So we agree. Uh, Yeah. Hannibal wins.
1: Round two goes to Hannibal.
0: Up next, we have Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th Mm -hmm. versus Norman Bates from Psycho.
1: Okay. My instinct's going to go with Jason 100% of the time on this one for two reasons. One, I'm named Jason. So just by default.
0: <laughs> he's the winner. He's the
1: winner. Mm-hmm. And then also, I mean, Norman Bates is a human. He's alive. Right. And Jason Voorhees is like a zombie. He can't really die. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how's Norman Bates really going to... Was he going to stab him in the shower?
0: <laughs> well, I paired these two... Specifically because they both have mommy issues. Yeah, the,
1: the the point is that is a good point. You could get at both of them with their moms. See, like if Norman Bates tricked
0: if he dressed Jason's mom up as yeah Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah,
1: he could like mind control mm-hmm. Jason Voorhees. That's actually a but really good point.
0: Jason Voorhees could dress up as mother.
1: He would not ever do that. But he could. No, but he wouldn't. But he could. I think I'm giving this one to Norman Bates. Really? Yep. Really? You convinced me. All right. Norman, because Norman Bates would trick Jason into thinking it's his mom, mm-hmm. and Jason can't do that to Norman Bates because he's a big fucking zombie man. There's not really not much he can do.
0: That's true. He's also deformed.
1: Yeah, I mean, like he can't. He's not gonna, he gonna pull, pull off a off? woman. No, no, that's a good point. Yeah, if All he right. takes his mask off, it's just terrible. <laughs> right. It looks like like a, a lasagna. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I like lasagna, but I get what you're saying. Uh huh. All right. Well, we agree then.
1: That's that, strangely, that one, round three, goes to Norman Bates.
0: All right. Up next, we have Captain Spaulding mm-hmm. from House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects versus Pennywise the Clown from It.
1: That's, oh, man, that I have to give it to Pennywise. It's a supernatural versus a human deal. and I... And Pennywise is pretty strong.
0: Yeah, that one, I just...
1: They both do the clown thing, so I get why you paired them.
0: Right, they're both the clown look. Mm -hmm. Um, This one's tough for me, although I'm going to have to give it to Captain Spaulding. I
1: don't see what he could do against the monster.
0: Pennywise, yes, is a supernatural being, but only comes to life every 27 years. Yeah,
1: and Spaulding's around all the time. Right,
0: so what would happen if they got into the ring... And then Pennywise was like, "Uh-oh, it's twenty six years and three hundred sixty <laughs> days away. and then he disappeared. Poof,
1: I, I don't think that's enough. I got to <laughs> I gotta give it to Pennywise. I think he wins because uh- Captain Spaulding's gun won't work on him. He could shoot him, and it won't really do anything. He's not a cop. like it, it when, when he shoots cops, it works
0: also, we have to keep in mind though that Pennywise wise gets his energy from fear. and so that's true Captain and he wouldn't be scared. so gonna he would be, be afraid. A
1: yeah, that's true. I don't think so. He would be so. scared, so he would be kind of weak.
0: So I'm cool. I'm sticking with my, my Captain Spaulding on this one.
1: We're gonna, I'm going to have to disagree. This one's going to have to go down as a draw.
0: <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. Up next, we have Charles Lee Ray, a.k.a. Chucky, versus Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: That is a really good one. I like this pairing because much like with the last one... The, Leatherface relies a lot on fear. He's big and slow and dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of the way he's able to freak people out is because uh, they're they're like like deer in headlights. If you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. whereas Chucky, he's not going to be able to scare him at all. Chucky's sneaky and also like a psycho, and will come at you like with all fury, and you won't see it coming. So I think I'm actually going to have to give this one to Chucky.
0: I think so, too. Um, Charles Lee Ray, the character, a.k.a. Chucky, is a a voodoo Mm -hmm. person, spiritual. Yeah. I mean, that's how he got into the doll in Uh the first place. Um, So he's, he's beyond just chainsawing somebody to kill them.
1: And I think Leatherface is slow, and without fear, he's not really going to be able to do much. And Chucky will just jump on his back, and he'll just spin in circles (laughs) till he gets dizzy and falls "Ah." down.
0: Yeah, Leatherface (laughs) is kind of dumb, is the thing. I paired them because they both like to wear things that aren't theirs.
1: Yeah, I get it. I I could see why you would pair them, but I'm going Chucky on this one.
0: I agree. All right, up next we have the werewolf pairing. So, we've got the werewolf from Silver Bullet mm-hmm. versus the werewolf from an American werewolf in London.
1: Hmm. God, those are two bad werewolves. I, I, that one's hard for me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't really like either of those werewolves.
0: So, you're saying they both lose.
1: I'm saying Michael J. Fox from Teen Wolf comes in.
0: <laughs> I actually considered putting him, with in, the, him in With him yeah. with a chair yeah. and slam
1: dunks a basketball. <laughs> and I'm giving this one to Teen Wolf.
0: Well, I love... Both movies, yeah. I actually really do. I love them both. Um, um I especially like the American Werewolf in London mm-hmm. because of the special effects. Mm-hmm. Um, which by the way, practical, yeah, the transformation scene, yeah, it's,
1: it's creepy looking,
0: all practical effects. Yeah. There was no CGI, yeah, it was I 1981. I mean, come yeah, on, it's crazy. Um, but. I have to give this to the werewolf in Silver Bullet okay. because, and solely because, and it's not even really because the werewolf earned it, it's because Gary Busey's in that movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Anything Gary Busey's in is entertaining.
0: Which, by the way, Gary Busey is in that movie. He plays Uncle Red, mm-hmm. who is uh, Marty, played by Corey Haim, his, his nephew. And Gary didn't really want to do the script for the movie because he felt like he personally identified with Red as a character. Red's like a raging alcoholic former whatever Vietnam vet kind yeah. of guy. And so he ad-libbed basically all of his parts <laughs> in the movie.
1: Of course he did.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Gary Busey.
1: Yeah, just just freelancing whatever. What a nut. Ad-libbing whatever he can.
0: Yeah. So wow. I'm going to have to give it to to that one.
1: Uh, I'll I'll give it to Teen Wolf. <laughs>
0: Okay, fair enough. All right, up next we have the vampire pairing. Okay. So we've got Lestat, Tom uh-huh. Cruise from An Interview with a Vampire mm. versus Dracula, played by Gary Oldman in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Does it have to be that Dracula? Yes.
1: I'm still giving it to Dracula.
0: Even, do you not like that Dracula? Which one do you prefer? He's
1: not my favorite Dracula, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Bram Stoker's Dracula as a film is not my favorite vampire movie at all. Mm. But the concept of Dracula to me is pretty overpowering. He would win against any vampire because he's the oldest, right? Like age is what matters with vampires.
0: Age and then also apparently how much lineage you have i.e. how much yeah. blood you have consumed from previous really important vampires. Right.
1: And you got to think in Interview with the Vampire, Lestat isn't even as old as Antonio Banderas' character, which mm-hmm. means Dracula would be way older than that. Mm-hmm. So my, my thing is that Dracula is going to be powerful. I love the Dracula uh, personally from, I never talk about anime because I'm not a big fan of anime, but there is an anime called Vampire Hunter D, that has the best Dracula ever He's huge, he's like 20 feet tall And he moves real slow, but he's super, super powerful And in my mind, that's always what Dracula was He's old, powerful And you you could come at him really fast And he could just stop you instantly And suck your blood from across the room type deal And I don't think Tom Cruise is going to be able to do anything about that
0: I paired both of them because Well, A, they're vampires And B, because they both have a lot of relationship problems Yeah, they do <laughs>
1: I think Dracula would use Christian Slater. He would zombify Christian Slater and use him as bait to catch Tom Cruise.
0: Which, by the way, so Christian Slater plays the character in an interview with a vampire who's interviewing mm-hmm. the vampire. Yeah,
1: he's the one person in the movie that's not a that's vampire. not a
0: vampire, although he looks like a vampire, but...
1: And he gets turned into one at the end. Spoiler <laughs> yeah, alert.
0: Spoiler. Um he wasn't supposed to have that role originally. Really, it was supposed to go to River Phoenix. But huh? That River, would have been a way different movie. Yeah, but River OD'd. Yeah. And couldn't do the film, mm-hmm. and Christian Slater stepped in and took the role. And afterwards, he donated all the money that he earned from the movie um, to charities in honor of River.
1: Wow. Interesting, huh? That is interesting. Yeah. Would it have been interesting if River's brother Joaquin would have did it?
0: Yeah, maybe he was busy or something. That
1: would have been that would have been a I like that guy. He would have probably did a good job actually.
0: Yeah, well, they gave it to Christian. I'm I'm going to have to pick Lestat. Really? Yeah.
1: Over Dracula?
0: Yes, because now I don't it's it's Tom Cruise. And that's not why, but it's because his character is very progressive yeah from being an old ancient vampire yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> he was into dudes and chicks yeah he was. He really didn't discriminate when it came to, like, who he wanted to, you know.
1: Yeah. And I don't get the vibe that Dracula's by at all. He seems pretty pretty old school.
0: (laughs) Well, this one, this guy, he definitely was.
1: The other thing, um, Dracula was, like, the main villain in the Castlevania games, which were some of my favorite Nintendo games as a kid. Mm -hmm. And the Dracula, and that was the same thing. He was very big and tall and slow. And that image of Dracula has always been the one I liked. He seems undefeatable then because he's so powerful he doesn't even need to move fast. Right. Yeah. He
0: just is power. Yeah, he
1: just is.
0: Well, I guess we're torn on that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Up next we have Damien from The Omen mm-hmm. versus Adrian the Baby from Rosemary's Baby. Wow. Both are allegedly the childs of Satan.
1: Yeah, they are. They both are allegedly <laughs> satanic little <laughs> children. Uh-huh. But Rosemary's baby's just a baby.
0: Although Rosemary's Baby does eventually grow up, there is a sequel.
1: Yeah, there there is. Um, there's also a sequel to The Omen. There's yeah, a couple of. There's them. a few. Yeah. Um, that one's tough for me. I don't know. That's like a Satan versus Satan thing, and like who knows who wins. It's in a, that. Well,
0: it's a Satan's kid versus Satan's kid.
1: I think I'm gonna say Jesus wins that fight. <laughs>
0: Jesus wins. <laughs> you know what's funny is that when you look up the character. Um, uh damien Mm -hmm. from the omen it has a little like synopsis on wikipedia of like the origins of the character Mm -hmm. and under at the bottom it says enemies and one of them is jesus Jesus. christ
1: jesus (laughs) he is an enemy of jesus yeah Uh,
0: okay well i think we agree yeah i'm I'm going with damien
1: that one's hard to say but yeah i'll go with damien because he's not a baby
0: all right, next we have the kids from Children of the Corn uh-huh. versus the kids from the Village of the Damned.
1: Oh, that one's easy. That's Children of the Corn Kids. Why? Because the Children of the Corn Kids were scarier to me, like spookier. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Was it the, uh, the farming implements?
1: Yes. I think it's the farming implements that does it. Because <laughs> in Village Farm of the tool. Damned, those kids didn't have farming tools and they didn't look like Amish kids.
0: No, but they were like telekinesis, mind control, little shitlings.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they were.
0: They got like grown ass adults, their parents, quote unquote, to Uh like kill themselves.
1: That's true. I guess like the psychological thing in the village of the damned would work. But it, would it work on the Children of the Corn? I don't think it would. I think they would just hit them with a sickle and it's over.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was my argument for the Village of the Damned. But in all honesty, I'm going with Children of yeah, the Corn.
1: I think they just hit them with the sickle. Far
0: more terrifying. Also, there's more of them.
1: Yeah, there is.
0: There's only five kids from uh-huh. the Village of the Damned.
1: And there's corn everywhere.
0: And Children of the Corn, there's as much children as there is corn. As
1: there is corn. Yep. They basically live in the corn. They do. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Children of the Corn on that one.
0: Me too. All right, last one.
1: Last duel.
0: Margaret White, Carrie's mom Mm. from Carrie, versus Pamela Voorhees, Jason's mom.
1: Oh, man, I would have made a different comparison. Oh. Yeah, what if you did Carrie's mom versus um, Kathy Bates in Misery?
0: Ooh. Ooh. Because,
1: like, possessive and controlling and torturing
0: yeah, that's a good point. I yeah. was just thinking of, of mothers. Mothers, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kathy
1: Bates was, was torturing somebody who wasn't their kid. Mm-hmm. But gosh, she was spooky.
0: Scary as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, that was why my mind went there. Because in the Well, do you want to change
0: role. the matchup? where we kicking Pamela to the curb?
1: Yeah, I okay. do want to change the All matchup. All right, so
0: we're changing the matchup. We're going Margaret White, Carrie's mom, mm-hmm. versus I think her name was Annie Wilkes.
1: I can't remember Wilkes? it. Something, it's been Annie a long or time. Amy. Since I've seen Annie Misery. Wilkes,
0: I think, is the character's yeah. name, played by Kathy Bates. That's a better matchup, I think. Okay, yeah, okay, I, I like it.
1: Um, huh, that's a tough one, too. That is a tough call. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think?
0: I'm going with the Kathy Bates character, yeah, because yes, they're both similar in their strategy of control and abuse and all that, but like. She was always one step ahead yeah. of dude that she kept captive That's true. and was you, obsessed with. You, whereas Carrie's mom mm-hmm. was more... Reactive. Reactive. Yeah. Yes.
1: I agree. I agree. Actually, I was going to say, and towards the end of the, the book, at least, I, I haven't seen the movie of Carrie in quite some time, but I think Carrie develops more um, independence over her mom. Then what happens in misery when Yes. Um yeah. she breaks his ankles and basically. It's his like will. You,
0: yeah, you're not going anywhere.
1: Yeah. You're I mine. Feel like I'm gonna go with Kathy Bates. Me too. It's a tougher match though. It's a tough it is match. It's
0: tough because they're both nuts, oh, they're yeah. both violent.
1: And they're both controlling women over someone else. hmm Yeah.
0: All right, Kathy Bates it is.
1: Woo, Kathy Bates. She wins it. Woo! <laughs> I also think she's just a great actress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Fantastic. So at the end of our Halloween death match, we have Chucky and Kathy Bates and uh, <laughs> some other people standing at the top of the ring. Freddie. Oh, no, we that was a draw. That was a draw. Um, and they're all there, um like on one of those Olympic things where it's like one, two, yeah, three, and four. Like the podium. The podium, the Olympic podium. Yeah, they're standing there and we are the ones who just broadcast the match to you. These decisions are final. We don't want anyone to write in and tell us that they disagree with our decisions. That would be bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if you did want to listen to some of our other episodes to get some ideas about... We've done a Halloween episodes in the past, in fact. You should listen on our uh, on our website.
0: carolinasnowflakes.com
1: Yeah, or if you did want to send in something, but not about which monsters would win, you could do that on Facebook
0: facebook.com forward slash carolina snowflakes
1: and if you really 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 want to send us something about monsters don't send it to this email address
0: carolina snowflakes at gmail.com
1: gmail.com
0: thanks for listening goodbye